I'm just going to just sort of pass that behind you. Because we're going to use these, especially towards the end. There's one more right there, Dylan. Sort of take take one and pass one back or whatever. Get them out out of get them out of my face. Not that way. Um. Okay. Quickly, if you're going to Atlanta Fest and you've not seen me and gotten one of these forms tonight, make sure you see me before you leave. There's an um, an extra permission slip. We ha- you have to have one for the church, but there's also one more for a sky zone thing we're going to do, which is a big trampoline park. Um, that's pretty sweet. So um, that's got to be filled out, or you'll have to just sit there and bounce on the edge while we do flips. One more thing, very important, let me share this. Um, June 20th and 29th, we're doing a mission project where we're going to work with a a group called World Relief. There's refugees that come here um, from around the world. They can't speak English at at all. They um, have nothing but the clothes that they have on. And um, it's it's a group that works with them and shares the love of Christ as they help them out and give them a place, help to find a place to stay and stuff that they need. You know, church-wide, we're doing a, a big thing for them. Well, our youth on the Thursday and Friday, we're going to, to, to be a part of it. We're going to actually sort of see what their world is like, sort of live in their world for a day. And then the next day, we're, we're going to go and, and serve them and help out whatever they need us to do. Um, and I need you to be a part of something like this. I need you to go, okay, I'll take off work and do this. We need to do stuff like this much more than we need to do fun stuff or whatever we may do. So let me encourage you and beg you. Um, and uh, I beg you because I think it's good for you to be a part of. I think it will, it, it will help you to be a part of this. Um, it's 24 bucks. If you don't have that, let me know. If you've only got 15 bucks, that's fine. We'll cover the rest or whatever. But I've, there's permission slips that have to be filled 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 out um, and they're on the that table right there with a, a sign up sheet I've had quite a few of you say oh yeah I'm going to be a part of that when we do it now's the time to put the, your money where, where your mouth is do y'all know what that means to do it to do it amen amen, amen. okay y'all look a little glum can we turn on the lights a little bit I'm afraid y'all are going to start to fall asleep on me here okay can everybody you click the button two middle buttons Nope, not that one. The other one. Nope, now we're getting weird. Te- techno. All right, everybody stand up for a second. Put your arms out like this. Perfect, sit down. Okay? You just woke up those around you. If you did that, that's good. Now, let me share this. Tonight, what, I, what we like to do here every week is I want to come up here, and you might go, well, this is a youth thing, right? We still like to come up here, and we like... I like to preach the Word. And when you preach the Word, you take the text, you take what the text is saying, and you teach from what the text is saying. I want you to, I want to t- 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 tell you tonight, I'm not going to do that. Now, this isn't going to get me fired. Um, but there's sometimes when you sort of need to talk. You don't need to preach, um, but you need to talk. And um, there's something that came up within the past week or so that... I just sort of heard, and it sort of rocked me and made me think. And I really took the week to sort of think about what it all means. So I'm, I'm going to we're going to look at the Word of God some, but will you walk with me tonight? This means yes. This just give me a little love. Okay, good. 
All right, so don't worry. And I say it's to talk because there's probably a lot more stories and stuff like that than I would want to do. But I think it's going to help explain the point. And I want you to sort of get the point of where I'm going tonight. If I were to say, ask for you to give me um, five things that the church is supposed to be about, what are five things you think the church is supposed to be about, to be about doing? What? God, okay, well, God's the one thing. And He spreads over everything, but I agree with you. God's number one. But what, what are the five things getting us to God, where we praise God and serve Him and do all that stuff? What are, give me one thing. Worship is one of them, right? We sort of did it here. Some of you did. He was trying to drag some of you into it because I don't know what was going on. Um, so, worship is one of them. That's when we praise God. Is that only when we sing? That's the way we live our life, too, okay? Worship is one of them. What's one more, you think? The word is part of it, okay, but, but I don't know if it's, it's one of the, because it covers everything, but that's still good. Don't be afraid to shout at it, because that's good stuff. God in the word is great stuff. What else? Praying is great stuff, too, and being part of praying is great stuff, and let me share this, because I'm running out of time. There's a thing called discipleship, right? That's when we, we walk through, and I, we teach the word, and you grow in faith. Discipleship, worship's been shared. Fellowship. Have you heard of that? We fellowship together. We get to, together. There is also evan, evan, evangelism. We're sort of scared of, of that one. That's where you actually share your faith. You share the good news. It's so funny how we get scared to share good news, great news. It should be the best news in the world for folks to hear that their doomed life has hope. But it's still scary. And it's probably the, the link that in the church we feel like we do the least. And the, and the, the, the last one is is meant ministry going to serve now I share those and I didn't expect you all to sort of know these but in church life if you're on staff and I've gotten to serve with the church for 18 years these are the five things you sort of work on everything you do sort of fits in here fellowship worship ministry discipleship evangelism everything that you do sort of falls into one of those things can you see that are you still awake hang with me now, can I ask you this? What in the world? And this is the one we think we do the best, but I'm not so sure. What is fellowship? Can someone just define for me what fellowship? What? It's not saying that you, this is what you say it is. It's sort of what everybody sort of seems to say fellowship is. It's a relationship. Relationship. Interaction. Interaction. Okay. Right? Do we all agree on that? Or are we just ticked off right now at our parents or something? Okay, it's when we sort of hang out, we get together. We've always talked about, well, it's when we, we go to lunch, uh, we hang out, come to the house, we hang out, we, we goof off. And a lot of times we group all that fellowship. Man, we just had some good fel- fel- fellowship time, right? Have, now, I want to take a look real quick at what the Bible's description of what fellowship is, okay? So we're going to look at Acts chapter 2. If you've got a, a Bible, turn to Acts 2. But we, And this is going to be my point. And Bishop almost got it in what he said. But a lot of times I think we confuse fellowship with relationships. We say it's Fellowship, but it's just really it's relationships. We're in relationship. We enjoy each other. We talk to each other. Um, we get to know each other better. It's sort of relationship. As a, let me talk less and turn now to Acts two. Acts two, verse one. 
If you're there, say me, 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 me. All right, good. Acts 2, verse 42. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were, were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were two, two, together and had all things in com- com- common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Now the word fellowship is in here, but I want you to understand that whole passage is about fellowship in what God's saying it is. It is when a group of believers, like-minded, they believe the same thing, they come together, they devote themselves to pray, they devote devote themselves to breaking of bread. You know what that is? That is remembering Christ and what He did for you. Talking about Christ and what He did for you. They actually sold what they had and if there was someone in need, they, they, they would give the money and not expect out of return from them. They would just give it away to help them out. That is what fellowship was. They would look out for each other. Now, when I think of uh, fellowship. Hey, hey, hang with me. Not allowed to, to look down at all. I know I'm not a very attractive man, but hey, it's all you got. Now, you don't have to agree that much. Now, my wife would beat you up. She thinks I'm I'm hot stuff. And anyways, <clears throat> thank you, Bishop. And if you ever say it again, you will never come back here. <clears throat> when I think of uh, fellowship, I think of the fellowship of the ring. Hmm. Where there's an elf. You have my bow and my axe. The dwarf. Thank you. Gimli. Yeah, you, and you've got a, a human king who is supposed to be king, but he's not king at the time. You've got a son of a steward who is... The, his dad is in charge of the land that the king is supposed to be in charge of. We've got a wizard. Gandalf the Grey at the time. Then you've got four little runt things with hairy feet called hobbits. Are they alike at all? In the movie, it's called The Fellowship of the Ring. Why? Because, I'll answer it because we don't have time for you to, because they have come together, a group of unlikely folks, a dwarf and elf, they don't hang out. They don't like each other. They're hanging out with one task. What is that? There's a ring of power. That must be taken to where it 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 was it was formed into the what the volcano. Is there a a name for it? Mount Doom. Doom. I thought I think it's Doom something. Mount Doom. They've got to take the ring, throw it to where it was forged. That's their task, right? The Lord of the Rings. Have have y'all seen that at all? Do they complete the task? Is it e- 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 easy? No. no. Is it a hard task? Why did they complete the task? Because they had one goal in mind. What was the goal? Destroy the ring. So, my question, as Christians, take the word fellowship, what's our goal? 
Wait, we're not going there. We're not going there. I agree, I agree with you. Wait, wait, that's good. That's good. Our goal is what? Spread the word. Spread the word. That who will be glorified? God. That's our goal. As a fellowship, as we use the word fellowship, if we're not glorifying God in what we do, are we having fellowship? Hmm, now wait a second. I must share a story with you. And it, it's it's a story because I know you all think I'm flawless and have no error in everything I do. But I must confess that within the past year or so, I got to preach in big church. Ooh, big, dang it, ooh, big church. Every now and then I, I get to do it. And um, I went and preached in big church. And then that next day I met with Pastor Mike for lunch because we do, we do that. And a lot of times we talk about how it went. And he was very complimentary in what he said. And then he, he asked me one thing. And it was just like I got hit in the face with a brick. Has anybody ever been hit in the face with a brick? I can tell you have. I, I thought something happened. Sorry. Anyways, I was kidding. It was a joke. It's a joke. It's all right. We're like buds. We're like blood brothers. Anyways, Mike says to me, Pastor Mike, and he said some nice things, and then he, he says this. He says, let me ask you something. And that's never good when Pastor Mike says that phrase. And I'm like, okay. And he says, can you have a Christian sermon without mentioning Christ. And I went, no. Oh, crap. Because I hadn't. I preached the Word. I preached the text. But you know this Word of God? You know what it's about? It's about the redemption of mankind through Jesus Christ. And everything needs to point to the gospel, which is the good news of Christ. And it can be found in the old and new. Throughout it, you can always point the world to Christ. And at that minute, that moment, I was like, man, I missed it. I'm making sure now I'm doing a lot better. I'm making sure it's intentionally in there. A lot of times it's sort of just in there when you teach or preach. And a lot of times y'all may say, Dan, you always talk about that and the cross and stuff like that. Well, that's what it's about. That's what, and you may come here every week, but there may be someone that it's their first time here. So, I got the talk. Now, let me share this. Because last week, um, I had a talk with someone. It was a, a youth. And what they shared, sort, it just, man, it was just loud. And I, I, some of y'all, I know you don't, you don't care a bit about this. And, 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 but some of you, I hope you get this. Um, because it's not a game. But we were taught, 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 talking, and they brought a friend to youth group. And um, after after youth group, if you don't know where where does a lot of the group go to 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 chill out, Chick Fil A. All right, a lot of them. And so we had all gone there. There's like there's always between college. It, it used to be like. Three at one, at one point we would just go. Uh, now there's like fifteen or whatever come and and hang out. And um, this this friend, what's that? You could call it that, but we'll talk more. Um, so they brought their friend, and their friend 
they were talking and sort of didn't want to come and sit with a group because they were intimidated by the group. And this is what they were intimidated by. They were afraid what had been preached or spoken about or taught in youth group. Well, the group was going to talk about it and they just didn't know that much about it and they were going to be left out or sort of put on the spot. And the response was this. Oh, we never talk about what we, we learned. Which is true. Because when they said that, when they said, oh, I'm afraid of what they're going to talk about, I thought, well, I've never ever heard them say a thing about sort of what's been taught. Right? I mean, it, 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 it's, it's sort of true. And that struck the person that, that said it to, 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 to me. I, I, I saw it click, and it, it was both like, but man, we ought to. And the question is, why do we compartmentalize and go, well, where this is youth group time here, but when this time is done, we're going to go to Chick-fil-A and we'll hang out. But you know, we're just going to talk about life and stuff. But the, the God part of it is left out. And I know this. Let, let me share this. I am, am never going to be the most fantastic speaker. I've got, I think, pretty good nights, and I've got nights that I just want to jump off a bridge. Okay? Because I just go, I'm just lousy. But the truth is this. When, it, when I've opened up the Word and spoken out of the Word of God, there's something for you to get, no matter how good or bad I do. It's not up to me. It's up to you and what you do in response to it. When Pastor Mike, he studies for... I can't even explain how long to, on Sundays to preach the Word... And my question is, do you ever talk about it when you're amongst your church friends? Do we ever? Because we act like we have fellowship. But if we really have fellowship, you've got to have Jesus Christ as a part of it. Jesus Christ has got to be spoken about, talked about. What He's doing in your life has got to be shared and spoken. And the best... Have you ever been around a bunch of friends and you've been with them all day and you go home and you just feel alone? So so, so many feel, you can tell on Facebook, this, this, everything sucks, blah, blah, blah. I mean, and you've been around a crowd of friends and you leave and it might have been a good time, but you, you've not been filled. There's something that is missing out of it. And I've got times when I've done that, but I've got times when I've been at the loop and we've just, we're talking about life and all of a sudden it talks, we begin to talk about marriage and what that means and what God's Word says about it and what, how, how it all works and how it all fits. And all of a sudden there's a depth to it. And you know what? I don't forget those conversations. The rest of them I just forget. There's sort of a, no offense to anybody, but a lot of it's a waste of time. It's just nice and filler and it's cute. But when you fellowship and when you talk about things that are important things of God, it sticks some of the best things I've had is just when I've just had these talks with guys and all of a sudden you're just talking about God and your life. You know, and for some it's when you just talk about, man, don't make the mistakes that I did. To those that are going behind you that are trying and, and you are trying to help them out. That is what fellowship is about. That is what we miss so many times because we leave this place and we don't talk about it again. And there's, I believe this, if you are a believer in Christ, they are a believer in Christ, there is, you both have a like spirit called the Holy Spirit that is in you. And there is a connection there and that is where fellowship comes. But you've got to, you've got to talk about it.
You just got it, and it doesn't. And know the world a lot, even the Christian worlds begin to mock this because there's a thing called a Jesus juke. If all of a sudden you try to bring Jesus into a conversation where where um, it's not, they've just talked about life, and all of a sudden someone throws in, well, Jesus wouldn't like that. They go, oh, that's a Jesus juke. Well, you know, that's not real. That's it's not a bad thing, is it? I mean, don't we need to go... When we leave this place, have some talks that are about God and Christ. I'm not saying you've got to go stand on a box and that's all you talk about ever. But man, if it, but the, problem is, what, the problem is you never talk about it. Nev, nev, never. And that's not fellowship. That's relationship. And relationship is nice, but God calls us to be in fellowship. And that is when you do this. When you see someone doing something they're not supposed to be doing, you confront them about it. And you go, well, we're not supposed to judge. Don't judge lest you be judged. Well, get a grip if you use that verse to defend yourself. Because you're a joke. You don't get the Bible. You don't understand the context of what that means. The Bible says over and over, if a brother or sister has fallen, Dan's words, get in their face about it. Tell them what they're doing is against God and is wrong. And they need to get right. That, it, it says it over and we go, well, I'm not going to judge. Well, you're missing it. You're not doing what you're called to do. Fellowship will speak the truth into those that you love. No matter what the cost. The, um, look in, in 1 John 1.7. I just want you to see this. I just thought it was a great verse as I floated around on where I was going to go for tonight. <clears throat> and... Um, It says this, and you've probably heard this verse, but it says, But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of, of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Man, if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. That's what we're called to be. And you know, the best way that we can be a witness to the world is have right godly fellowship with one another for them to see it. You know, that, that same per, person that came up to me that brought the friend and they had that story, I've got to tell you part of that story is that they were at, at school, two folks from this group, and they would talk about God and church and stuff like that. And this one who came, this one guest that, that came, he overheard them time and time again talking about God, talking about church, talking about things of God. And he was intrigued by it. And because of their talking about it, he was like, hey, can I come? And I want to share that at school they were having fellowship. And because of that, someone was interested. Because when there's fellowship, I firmly believe there will be fruit. And fruit is good stuff that you can't explain, but God is at work. That's what fruit is. Now, I, we're, there's more to, to fellowship than this. I want you to watch this clip. This is a guy named Francis Chan. You've seen him. Um, and it, it's, it's talking, it's in an abstract sort of way, but sort of hang in there and watch it. Because this fellowship thing is huge. But don't miss out what you're called to do. And I've just got a two... Alright, that goes a lot lines of, of what, what I shared about. Turn, turn to the book of John. The, not first John, but John will be in chapter one. Turn there for a second. I want to share a story because um, this is one thing I know about 
a, a fellowship because I've experienced it in my life, even recently, is that it will make you better. Um, it will make you closer to God. It will give you strength you didn't know you had. Um, two weeks ago, Nolan and Sam teach a class of third through fifth grade kids at our class on Sunday mornings. I have a son, Noah. He's 11. He's in that class. And and um, one, I think what the le- lesson called for the day was to challenge you, your students to memorize John chapter 1, 1 through 10. Okay, this is 8-year-olds through 11. Uh, 11. Do y'all do that like each week and stuff? Y'all, y'all like take the time, right, to do that? Would that be like scary if I said, y'all got to do that or you'll be kicked out of the church and you can never come back in? Some may cheer, but some of you might be like, <gasps> now, 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 Nolan said what it, it, everyone thinks. And I would have probably almost thought too with, with that group. Or if I did this with youth, I, I would say, um, dude, I will give y'all 10 bucks a piece if you can learn it all by heart. That's what he shared out loud to the class. Now, I heard this, and so um, I was like, oh, I'm going to make him pay. I, he, he made, yeah, I'm going to make him pay. I was like, he did what? And uh, I think you ended up having to pay 30 bucks because three kids did it. So he woofed out. Last time he's going to say that, right? But when we left church that day, I told Noah about. I said, Noah, John one one through ten, you make ten, ten bucks like that. And my wife is saying, No, 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 no. We'll just have him give him a pack of gum. I was like, No, he's paying the money. You know, if I say you know, so um, I had the boys. We were going to go pick up uh, pizza for uh, for lunch when we were done with church. So Joseph and Noah were with me. So they got in the car. I said, Noah, get out your your Bible and turn to John one. He said, Dad, that's a lot of verses. I said, Son, just learn half of it before we get home. I know that you can learn half, John 1, 1 through 5, before we get home. I said, Listen, son, I'll learn it all before we get home. I'll know it all by heart. I'm an old guy. I'm over 40. I don't memorize well. I said, I will learn this all. We're going to talk it through. And um, like 47 times 20 in the car, and I said, by the time I get home, my goal is going to be to know it all by heart. So he's like, yeah, Dad, right. So we got, we go, I drive slow, of course, to give me a little bit more time. And it goes like this. If you're there, John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. Don't put it on the screen. I don't want to cheat. He was in the beginning with God. Through him all things were made, and apart from him not anything was made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light overcomes the overcomes the darkness. The, wow, I'm messing, I'm messing it up. Boy, I've done this 47 times a day. The light shines through the darkness, and darkness cannot overcome it. There was a man sent by God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light to all who might believe in him. He was not the light. He came to bear witness about the light, the true light which enlightens Everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. That's pretty good, isn't it? Now, let me tell you this. And I I tell this because by the time we got home, I had it all all down. And my son had one through seven down. My son Joseph, who was six, I would say, because I would repeat it a lot, I was like, 
there was a man sent by God. His name was, Joe would say, John. You know, sent by, and so he would like shout out, like, light, shine, like when it would flow into it. He didn't know it all down, but he would just spit it out. And what we were doing as we were talking about the Scriptures together, we were fellowshipping together. And it was, you're going to think I'm a dork, but it was, it was a great time. It was a time, as a dad, I'm going, man, I've got to do this more with my kids. I've got to interact with them more. I'm, I, I thank you for what you did and the money you paid my son, um, too. And you should have paid me because I did it like in an hour or less. But you can do it. And I think we're called to do that stuff. So when you're around each other, dude, someone be a dork and go, hey, let's see if we can learn one through five of this. Let's see who can do it first. I, I ch- be, and some of you go, man, that would be dumb. Hopefully you know enough, you've got enough friends in here that seek after God that they're going to get it and go, oh yeah, I'm on. I'll go for it. Fellowship together. Have fun with it. It made me better. It made my son better. He knows it. He can speak that verse, all those, just like that. Bam, bam, Joe can do his little words every now and then, you know. But it made us all better. And fellowship, godly fellowship, will bring you always closer to God. Always closer to God. Don't miss out on opportunities to talk about Him. Don't miss out on opportunities just to talk a little bit about who God is, what you've learned, what He's doing, the struggles you have, the doubts you may have, the hard parts of life or prayer requests you might have. That's what fellowship is about. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank You for tonight. I thank You for the chance to rant about fellowship and what it means. Lord, help us not to miss out on how you want us to make us more like your son. And in doing that, we can encourage everybody around us. Lord, we ask for your help. Um, We need your help. Lord, help us to be brave. Help us to be bold. Uh, Lord, even help us to be awkward when we need to, just to spit it out and say what we need to say. Uh, In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. One last thing is this. For this walk in, it's called a walk in my shoes. This is the, the mission thing with the world relief we're doing with the refugees in a, f- a few weeks. Sign up for that. Be a part of that. That's an important thing we're going to be doing. Also, for the month of June, just to let you all know, because I've gotten some calls and texts, we have youth group through the month of June here. Okay? In July 4th, like on the 4th, 